0: Having kids is a blessing, but they should come with a warning label that says, Warning, having kids can be detrimental to your marriage. Why do I say that? Well, stay tuned and find out. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, pastoral counselor, Brett Legg. Here at Quick Counsel, we're currently in a series called The List, The list refers to a list of ways that you can lose your marriage, and it's based on information I gleaned from over 20 years of counseling records. So let me set up this week's list item. When I have a couple in my office whose marriage is not doing well, I always ask them when things started to go south for them. More often than not, the answer relates to when they became parents. When you have kids, things change. For instance, your resources change. You have a lot of resources prior to having kids. You have more sleep, more free time, more personal time, more social time, more flexibility, more sex, more spontaneity, more privacy, more money, on and on it goes. But after you have kids, these things become more and more scarce, and it puts more and more stress on spouses. But not only do your resources change when you have kids, your roles begin to change. That's another dynamic that happens when you have kids, is the changing roles. You see, before you have children, you were just husband and wife. You were playmates. You focused on one another. But when the kids came along, you were no longer just husband and wife. You were also mom and dad. And this changes the dynamic of the relationship. You see, wives shift into mom role, and everything about them is centered on the child, If they carry this child in pregnancy, the child has already affected everything about them, including their body, even before the child comes on deck. And moms who are natural nurturers anyway, become very focused on the care and nurture of their children. Husbands are a little different. Husbands tend to be a little bit slower to make the shift from husband role to dad role. Maybe it's because dads don't carry the child for nine months, or maybe it's just because we husbands, we're just wired differently. But whatever the reason, husbands are not as centered on the child at first. All they know is that they see their wife changing into a mom, and they feel like they're losing their playmate. So what's the result? The result is this. Husbands will try to get back their playmate. This can be a bit annoying to wives who often see their husbands attempt to get back their playmate as as a sign of selfishness or immaturity. So, a wife will communicate to her husband that he is a big, strong adult who can take care of himself, but this little child needs us. Eventually, a husband will quit trying to get his playmate back and succumb to the fact that he now has a mom in her place. Then, he will shift into the dad role by working hard at his job to provide well for his family. And thus begins the marital drift. Though there can be some flips in gender and wage earner roles here, by and large, wives focus on kids and husbands focus on work. Now, when the kids become older and a little more self-sufficient, then a wife may feel like she has a little more freedom to turn back towards her husband and try to reconnect. But the problem is the husband is now very entrenched in his role as a hard-working provider, and it's not easy for him to shift back out of that role some. So, the distance and dissatisfaction in the marriage begin to set in like concrete. So, if putting your kids ahead of your spouse is one of the ways to lose your marriage, then the remedy for this is to put your partnering back in front of your parenting, to be husband and wife first and mom and dad second. So, here are some things that will help you put your partnering in front of your parenting. Now, you won't be perfect at these, and but you don't have to be perfect at these. You just have to get better at them. First thing, make time together a priority. Caring for children carries a lot of big demands that often leave spouses with little time and energy at the end of a very long day. And I'm not saying that you should neglect your children. I'm just saying that you should make sure you and your spouse get a cut of that time that you have. So spend daily time together. Maybe you can spend a few minutes together after you get home from work, or maybe you can start putting the kids to bed 30 minutes earlier in order to get 30 minutes time together at the end of the day before bedtime. Maybe you can find a few minutes together at the dinner table after the kids have left the table. Whatever works for you, find some time each day just to connect for just a few minutes. Then, you need to move on to finding and spending weekly time together. Have a weekly date night. If you can't do it weekly, then at least do it every other week at bare minimum. It doesn't have to be elaborate or expensive. It just needs to be intentional. You were in love when you used to date, so continuing to date will help rekindle some of that. Now, some things won't get done if you do these things, but maybe spending a few minutes together is more important. Think of it this way. Don't think of it as a loss. Think of it as a trade. Okay, another thing you can do is make financing your relationship together a priority. Even if you have to eat ramen noodles a night a week or skip a trip or two to Starbucks, make sure you budget money for your date nights, for your babysitting, for movies, for whatever it is that you want to do together. Spending time together is worth the sacrifice somewhere else. And, and you'll eventually get to the place where you can do these things without having to sacrifice much for them. A third thing, make sex together a priority. You know, studies show that there is a correlation between married satisfaction and sexual satisfaction. When sexual satisfaction goes up, so does married satisfaction. And even First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5 says that we are not to forsake the sexual relationship in marriage, but rather to regularly come together for sex. Now, I know spouses often disagree about how often they should have sex, but sit down, reach an agreement, and then stick to it. On those nights when you're going and planning to have sex, then help one another out with the kids and with chores around the house in order to make space and time and energy for sex. You may also need to let some things go on those evenings in order to have time and space and energy for sex. Maybe that's the evening the kids don't get a bath or or dishes don't get done. But I'm saying all this because you'll be surprised how regularly enjoying sex together will strengthen the bond between the two of you and keep your marriage a priority. Another thing you can do, make laughing together a priority. If you're not having fun together, why would you want to spend time together? So find things that make each other laugh, watch funny movies together, tell each other jokes, flirt, recall funny moments, do whatever you need to do to laugh together. Because when you don't laugh together, it makes it harder to live together. And a final thing, make goals and dreams together a priority. It's easy to talk about your goals and dreams for your kids, but, and don't take this the wrong way, your kids are sort of temporary. They're going to grow up, move away, start their own marriages and their own families. So make some goals and dreams for just the two of you. It's a good way of reminding yourselves that ultimately the two of you are the priority. And even if you don't reach all these dreams and goals you've set, you've still had the fun of bonding together over doing it. Now, these are all just some things you can do to keep from putting your kids ahead of your spouse and losing your marriage. There's probably others, but these are a start. Now, a final word. To some, putting your spouse ahead of your kids may seem wrong, may seem selfish, or at least it may seem more idealistic than realistic. You may be thinking, hey, I could never do this, or you don't know how it is at my house, or you just don't know how hard this is. If we do all of this, then there won't be enough time to get everything done. If you're thinking those things, you're right, in a sense. I know it's demanding at your house, and I know it's hard. I've had to raise two kids and maintain a marriage and a family while going to grad school and working two jobs. And you're right. There won't be enough time for everything. But if you're so busy that you have to put your marriage on the back burner to get it all done, then you have too many priorities. Not everything can be a priority. And how can you expect to have a rich marriage later if you're not making the proper investments now? So, Keep your partnering ahead of your parenting, because putting the kids ahead of your spouse is one of the ways to lose your marriage. After all, it's on the list. It's not an easy balance, but I hope that this episode of Quick Counsel helps you see that putting your kids ahead of your spouse is one way that you can lose your marriage. I have other resources out there to help you with life and relationships. So just go to bretleg.com. That's one T and two G's and check all those resources out. I also encourage you to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll be back next week with another item from the list. So till then, go out and make it a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today for quick counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.